Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour with your host, Sam Lebowitz. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Welcome to a new month, March. As we march along, I know a lot of my uh, local friends and listeners are hoping that March melts away this February ice that has been sticking around on the ground here forever. Um, we even got some more snow last night, although I like it because it like makes everything white again for like five minutes until it turns gray. But um, I think we're supposed to defrost a little bit this week, so we'll see. So let us see. I know you've been anxiously awaiting all week long since last show with uh, Jenna Laflamme all about healthy weight loss. we got to show more on the healing side today. But I know you've been waiting for your quotes from the universe and from Abraham. So let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. From the universe. What most mortals don't quite realize is that for every thought they think, the physical world is instantly changed. But then that's what makes them mortal. Oh, the places you will go, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes, Mike Dooley and the universe. A little being a little bit playful here. But yes, the thoughts we think change the world instantly. May not be obvious, but it happens. Let's see what Abraham has to say today. By default, I could have attracted unwanted relationships. Many of the relationships or experiences you have attracted, you would not have deliberately attracted if you had been doing it on purpose. But much of your attraction is not done by deliberate intent, but rather by default. It is important to understand that you get what you think about, whether you want it or not. And chronic thoughts about unwanted things invite or ask for matching experiences. The law of attraction makes it so. Abraham. An interesting quote for today, especially since our topic is going to be all about healing, about how it's not whether you want something or not that brings it into your life. It's whether you're thinking about it or not. And the more you think about something, um, whether those thoughts are, God, I don't want this in my life anymore, won't it please leave, go away, go away, go away. Because the more you think about the thing, even if you're saying go away, the more energy you're giving to that very thing you're saying go away to. So the more you will attract it, the more you will bring it into your experience, and the more you'll be scratching your head going, I really didn't want this. Why is this in my life? And the answer is always so simple. How much did you focus on it? I can almost guarantee that the things that you focused upon most are what exist in your life today. And the more we focus on it, even though we think we're pushing it away, we're really drawing it toward towards us. Because in the end... The universe just doesn't understand the word not. You know, you can put one of those big red signs with a slash through it that say not and, you know, I don't want, you know, this. The universe doesn't hear that. The universe only hears I want, I want that. Not I don't want that, but just I want that. Because the universe responds to images. It responds to frequencies and vibration. And what creates frequency and vibration are the images we call up in our mind. And the more you hold the image of violence, war, uh, frustration, poverty, lack, that's the vibration you're giving out. You may say, I don't want my bank account to be so small. But your bank account will continue to be small because you keep focusing on the fact that there aren't so many zeros at the end of those numbers. And the more you focus on it, the more you attract it. I mean, look, this is like life. 
This is life, right? If you want to have a relationship with somebody, what's the surest way to create a relationship with someone? You keep giving them all your attention. As long as you're giving another person your attention, they'll probably stick around, whether it's wanted or unwanted attention in some ways. What's the fastest way to end a relationship? The fastest way is to ignore them. Just completely and totally ignore the other person. I guarantee you they will not stick around very long. They will be out of here in minutes. Right? You, if if you, you want to see your bank account drop down to zero, just completely ignore all money matters in your life. The more you ignore things the less energy you give to them, the less they will appear in your life. So if you find there are unwanted things in your life, if you really, really want to get rid of them, fastest, quickest way, ignore them completely and totally. Now look, got to be intelligent about things. I'm not saying like if you have, you know, some health condition, you have to completely ignore it for it to go away. No. But... What do you do? Because you can't just ignore something, right? You can't just ignore the pink elephant sitting in the corner of the room. Because now for the entire rest of the show, you're going to think about that pink elephant that's not sitting in the corner of the room because I've mentioned it. What you need to do is place your focus upon what it is that you do want. So if you have a health condition, we're going to be talking a lot about health and healing today. But if you have a health condition, you need to focus on not the condition, but what you need to do to be healthy and whole. That is the surest way to attract health and the things you want in your life. You focus on what you do want, not what you don't want. And that's what Abraham is trying to say. You know, we, we bring things into our life kind of by default. You know, we almost, because we don't focus on the things we want and we just focus on what's there, we give more energy to what's there. And so we get more of what's there. And if what's there is not what you want, by just paying attention to what's there, you're creating more of it. Now, people will say to me, Sam, are you telling me I should ignore reality? I can't do that. And I will say to you, yes, you should ignore reality as completely as possible. Because just because something is true is a lousy reason to give your attention to it. What you want to give your attention to, first and foremost, always, is not what is, but what you want to create. If you read the biography of almost any self-made millionaire or billionaire, if they had paid attention to what was instead of what they wanted, they never would have become a self-made millionaire. So many of us come from meager means, but yet we improve our life and we do better than where we came from because that's what we focus upon. And if we focus upon the fact that we don't have that much, we will continue not to have that much. Look, if for no other reasons, you can completely ignore me. You can say, Sam, you're completely nuts. You know, this is crazy. And that's fine. You know what? Don't believe a word I say. Absolutely. Totally be critical of it. A hundred percent. But do yourself a favor and try it on and see what happens and see if it works for you. Because you never know, you might just be surprised by this thing that you never thought could work actually working by merely focusing on what it is that you really want. Look, if you're in some unhealthy state or condition, the more you focus on that unhealthy state or condition, you're not going to change it. You're just going to manage the symptoms, maybe. You, you want to do more than manage the symptoms. You want to create a vibrancy and health. You want to create something better in life. You're not going to create that by continuing, continuing to focus on 
you know, the, the, the high blood pressure, the high cholesterol, the diabetes, the, whatever it is, even cancer, right? I mean, even doctors now, believe it or not, are starting to recognize the power of visualization. And, and I've heard of doctors like telling kids who have like, you know, childhood cancers and stuff, and even adults, like picture the white blood cells winning over the cancer cells, right? Those visualizations are incredibly powerful. And by focusing on those things that you want, be it health, vibrancy, energy, abundance, flow, by focusing on those things, that's how you create more of them. And you know what? It even makes sense from a physiological point of view because the more you focus on the possibility that the things you want can happen, the more you open your mind up to all the different possibilities of how to achieve them. Because if you keep focusing on, oh, I don't have this, I don't have that, I can't get this, I can't get that, you're just focusing on the lack. Your mind is going to shut itself off to different possibilities. Whereas if you open yourself up and say, look, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but somehow I'm going to create this abundance I want in my life. I'm going to create this health I want in my life. I don't know how it's going to happen. All of a sudden, your mind becomes open to more possibilities and maybe you'll just find that one thing that'll change it in your life. Maybe all of a sudden you'll start doing things you never would have before. Maybe you'll say, ah, you know what? I'm not going to take the train for five stops. I'll, I'll walk for half an hour. Or maybe you'll say, you know what? I'm, I don't really feel like eating out tonight. Let me cook something healthy at home. There are so many ways in which our, our, our mind, our body, our physiology works that when we're truly open to the possibility that what we want can exist, we actually open up to the different possibilities that can help it to happen. It's truly amazing. People come into your life who maybe you never would have given a second look at before. A, a book in a bookstore or, or on Amazon all of a sudden speaks to you that you never would have picked up before. So yes, I wholeheartedly agree with this quote from Abraham. That if you want to you know, track the things you really want in life, you have to do it on purpose, not by default. And that the more you pay attention, the more you feed your imagination, the more you train your focus to gaze upon those things that you truly want to bring into your life, the more they will come into your life. Now, this is not to say things will change overnight. But what I will say is the more you do this practice and the longer you carry on this practice, the more likely you are to bring these things into your life. So... Wonderful quotes of the day from the universe and Abraham. I hope you enjoyed that segment. When we come back, we'll get into our topic for today, which is really what is true healing? I'm going to share some recent experiences and uh, perhaps maybe change your concept of what real healing is all about. So please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity on TalkingAlternative.com. And we will be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. What are the latest travel trends? How can travel be a part of your overall health and wellness plan? This is William Paris, lifestyle travel consultant and your host on Travel and Wellness Today. Join me on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time for travel chat, travel tips, and travel news updates. That's on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? 
This is Sam Lebowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Today, we're going to talk about healing. As many of you know, um, I am, you know, I I don't know, I I don't really like titles that much, but, you know, I I, I do energy healing work. I work with people as a coach, a consultant, uh, as a healer, as a guide, as a counselor, and you know, oftentimes uh, over the years that I've been doing this work, and, and uh, believe me, I've seen amazing, amazing things happen uh, in my life when it comes to healing work, but both my own and, and other people's healing. I mean, I've seen people, um, uh, uh, one of my teachers in, in one uh, uh, workshop, there was a woman who came up and she had had a tumor on her back and the doctors had removed it and there was this like big indentation in her back and and it bothered her and she wanted to heal that and he worked on her never never even laid a hand on her but just made a whole series of energetic corrections and stuff and you could see like the indent starting to fill in and flatten out that by the time he finished working on her it was completely smooth and this wasn't and, and he didn't touch her he didn't even touch her it was amazing. Uh, we have such an incredible ability to heal. I mean, I myself, I had a woman come to me once who the doctors had told her she had bone spurs on the heels of her feet and she had trouble walking and she had pain wherever she walked. I did a session with her you know, using a similar method and by the end of the session, she was walking around the room going, oh my God, I can't believe it. I can, my feet don't hurt me anymore. And then I started to get an email from her once a month. It was so funny. It's like every month afterwards, she'd send me an email. Oh, uh, I, I did a hike today. I did a nine-mile hike today. I feel great. Next month, oh, I wore my like favorite high heel shoes. My feet still feel great. Next month, oh, my God, I can't believe those doctors were going to cut open my feet. I'm, I'm, I feel great. And, and the woman ended up becoming an energy medicine practitioner herself. She was so impressed with what had happened. Um, and I, of course, was thrilled, too. Um so, I mean, really, why does this stuff work? You know, people hear about it. You know, you've heard about Reiki. And, and now there's like a million and one different modalities of energy healing out there. I mean, I, I, I feel I'm pretty knowledgeable about this stuff. And I keep hearing about new things I'd never heard of. Like almost every week, they're coming out more and more. And, and, you know, when we're used to living in such a physical, mundane world, we're so used to, like, cause and effect that, you know, you have to take a pill, you have to cut somebody open, you know, you have to do something physical in order to cause somebody to heal physically. It gets kind of confusing. Like, how can this stuff work when you're not even using anything? So I like to start off this way. You know, it's kind of like if you scratch your finger, right? You know, and it bleeds a little bit. You wash it off. You stick a Band-Aid on it. And a few days later, you take the Band-Aid off. And what has happened to the finger? 
it's magic. This, 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 the scratch is healing or it's healed already. It's not there anymore. Right? So let me ask you, what healed that scratch? Was that the Band-Aid that healed the scratch? I don't think so. It was your own body. Your own body repaired itself. We are self-repairing mechanisms. So if your body can do that for a scratch on the finger, why can't it do that for anything else? And of course, my answer to that question is, it can. And believe me, I've seen amazing things. Now, I had heard once... No, well, more than once, but but it's kind of part of, of sort of Chinese medicine and Chinese philosophy that if you're a young child, and I believe it's like younger than four or five years old, and the tip of your finger gets cut off, that it will grow back because you have enough chi, you have enough life force to grow it back. And I thought, oh, that was really interesting because, you know, I had heard of, you know, kids like regrowing the tips of their limbs in other parts of the world and didn't understand why. I was like, okay, so you have enough life force to regrow it. Until I met a man who did that as an adult. And I was like, huh? And he owned it. This is a father of a friend of mine, a real character, a real tough ex-Israeli. <laughs> and he was working on his farm and he picked up a plow blade and it sliced off the tip of his finger he then you know i think he found the tip and and he drove himself to the local hospital which was you know 15 20 30 miles away explained to the doctors what had happened and so the doctors cleaned the wound and they said well you know we can reattach the tip but you're never going to have feeling in it or control over it but there's another thing we can do. And he said, what's that? He's, they said, actually, you can regrow the tip of your finger. It's just going to be a little bit painful. You're going to have to come in here once a month, and we're going to have to clean out the wound eat down to the bone each and every month. But you'll find over a period of, of six to nine months, it will regrow. And this guy, being a character and not afraid of pain, said, okay, sure, let's do it. And he showed me his finger. Not only did the tip of his finger grow back, the nail had grown back. The nail had grown back. He ne- they didn't even think the nail would grow back. The nail had grown back. So, again, what healed that? Was it the Band-Aid? No, it was the body. And what limits us more than anything else is the belief that we can't heal ourselves. That we do need something physical, external. Just and focusing on that and believing that and looking at all the evidence around us that that is so is what keeps us from healing ourselves. But in the end, you know, what is healing? You know, it was quite interesting. The, the, the former owner of this station and the founder of Talking Alternative, who was an acupuncturist, an amazing man by the name of Giorgio Repetti, who is now a Buddhist monk in, in uh, well, now I think he's in the forest somewhere, but stationed in a monastery in Sydney, Australia. I remember when he was uh, teaching a student about his particular form of acupuncture, and he was talking about how as acupuncturists or as healers, we don't cure anybody of anything. Because he said, after all, it doesn't matter if the person, if, if a particular disease or a particular condition disappears overnight or disappears over a course of treatment, they're still eventually going to die. You know, there's, there's no treatment yet for death. So so what are you really curing the person of? Yes, you're treating symptoms, you're alleviating symptoms, but you're not curing them of anything. And I thought, huh, that's a really interesting point of view. I never really thought of it that way. You don't, we don't, healers don't cure people. Even doctors don't cure people. We may extend life. We may 
um, help to uh, have help people to have a better quality of life, but we don't cure people of anything because ultimately we are going to transition out of this physical reality into something else. So if we don't cure people, what do we do? And if we don't heal people, what do we do? What, why, do why do any of us have the right to even that title of healer? What does it mean to heal? From my perspective, one of the most important things when people come to us as healers it's not just about alleviating the symptoms. It's really about the opportunity, the message of what is going on in that person's life at that time. One of my teachers used to say there are no health conditions. There are only life conditions. And he used to point out how, you know, one of the most common things people would come to him would be like back pain or neck pain. And he would just point out to them and say, oh, you got a pain in your neck, huh? Well, how many people are there in your life who you consider a pain in the neck? And they would immediately start to rattle off 5, 10, 15 people in their lives who are a pain in their neck. And he would say, well, you know what? As long as you view those people as a pain in the neck, you're going to keep having a pain in your neck. And really, it doesn't take much to balance somebody out for that misconception. And merely by dropping that thought that these people are pains in the neck, can it alleviate the pain in your neck? Because more than likely, that pain in the neck is caused by tension and stress brought about by how we react to these other people. Because we all know, look, look, if everyone would just listen to me, the world would be perfect. And like, I just need to take an Uzi and kill all the people who don't listen to me, and then the world would be fine. And as long as we have that attitude, we're always going to have stress. We're always going to hold this tension in our body. And what's going to happen? We're going to have our pains in the neck. But if we can give up that idea that we're right about everything and that these other people are wrong about whatever it is that they're wrong about or that we disagree with them about and just let it be without having to control, without having to judge it, without having to analyze it, that all of a sudden we can let go of a lot of symptoms that are forming in our body. But most of those symptoms actually have an even deeper message, which we'll get to in the next segment. And if you would like to share your experiences around health, healing, or life in general, please feel free to call in. Our call-in number is, of course, 877 877- Four eight zero four one two zero. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour. I'm your host Sam Leibowitz, and we will be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you on a path of consciousness or spirit? Is personal or spiritual empowerment important to you? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and I am here to answer your questions and bring you experts in all areas of life to raise your awareness and support you in your evolution. Tune in at my new time, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on www.talkradio.nyc. That's Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. 
Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at monty at montytaylor.com. That's monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at montytaylor.com. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I'm your host, Sam Leibowitz. And this hour, we're talking all about healing, what it is, uh, and and what really it means to be a healer and what true healing is all about. So we talked a, a little bit last time about how, you know, and again, our quotes of the day, the, this day were just so perfect in alignment with, with our topic, uh, you know, how being open to different things, how our conceptions of what can or can't happen, how it can influence how much we can heal and how the body's own innate ability as as self-healing mechanisms is truly incredible. But what I feel probably one of my biggest jobs as a healer is when I work with people is to find the real gift or the real lesson in this conglomeration of symptoms that they come into the office with. Because oftentimes, and almost 100% of the time, I would say, the dis-ease or the symptoms or the blockages or what have you, they're really just the physical manifestation of some form of stuck energy that have to do with us being out of a balance, out of alignment, or judging things in an extreme way. Now, I gave you the example, you know, last segment about the woman who had bone spurs in the heels of her feet that the doctors wanted to cut open and cut out, and I was able to kind of balance her out for that, and she never had to have that operation, and the pain completely went away. Now, it's not that there weren't necessarily calcifications on the heels of her feet that were pressing against nerves in her body. There, I'm sure there were. I'm sure the doctors did x-rays and they actually saw it. But why did those calcifications, first of all, happen to just come on the heels of her feet? And why on her feet and not her neighbor's feet down the hall from her? Well, when I was working with her, what I kind of picked up intuitively is, first of all, this woman had like just gotten a divorce, was changing careers, like everything around in her life was changing. Now, remember what I told you my one teacher said, that there are no health issues, only life issues. So what was it that I got when I was working on her is she was digging in her heels as much as she was accepting these changes and going with these changes, she was resisting the change in her life. She was digging in her heels, like resisting this change, putting out energy that, I mean, if you could just think about it, the image that just comes to mind, it's like somebody's holding onto a rope that's tied to the back of a pickup truck on the beach and they're digging in their heels and like they're just sinking deeper and deeper into the sand because they're resisting moving forward so much. So once I was able to sort of balance out her energies and make it okay 
that she moves forward, that she doesn't move forward, that she changes, that she doesn't change, that she stagnates, that she doesn't stagnate, all of a sudden her whole body shifts and these calcium deposits, prob- my guess would be on a physiological effort, the body reabsorbed the calcium back in. It didn't need to have it cut open and taken out. It was able to reabsorb the calcium because now she was able to walk along the beach at her own pace. She was able to move forward without resisting the change. So the fact that it was her heels was an indicator of what, real, what the real issue was all about. And I tell you, with all the different people I've worked with and all the different conditions they have had, it is, uh, I mean, to me, because I'm not the person with the condition, I'm a lot more emotionally objective about what's going on. So I see things from a different angle and sometimes a little bit more clear. You know, it's kind of like you're in the middle of a of a storm and the winds are whipping all around you. You can't really see things so clearly. But but somebody else who has a different perspective, sees things from a different angle, has a, a broader view and a different view of the landscape and can see things a little more clearly. So oftentimes I see how whatever condition the person is dealing with is really just a reflection of some form of of stuck energy or some form of emotional condition that they're holding inside of themselves. Uh, You know, I had a gentleman come see me recently who I'd worked with years ago, came back to me um, because he had this skin rash. He had this unbelievable skin rash, which again, he could trace back to the fact that he had been swimming in the ocean. He came up and he found himself surrounded by all this pollution and sludge and crap. And then, you know, a month later, he started developing this skin condition. So he's thinking, you know, must have been something from that. And he tried all kinds of things, herbs and supplements and this and that, and nothing would go away. Came to see me. He goes, you know what? It suddenly dawned on me, oh yeah, there must be something energetic about this. And what did I get when I worked on him? You know, what is a skin rash? It's the body trying to cry. It's it's like there's there's tears stuck in the skin or in the body on a very unconscious level that haven't come out. And what I got for him, and we'll see what happens, was there was some real grief there was some real sadness that needed to come out. And, and, I f- and believe me, when I worked on him, I was shocked at how much I felt his sadness. I mean, it was almost overpowering, which was a complete surprise to me because he's one of these happy-go-lucky kind of guys. It's like every time you see him, he's smiling, he's cheering, he's laughing, he's joking. But that doesn't mean that underneath, inside, that maybe there's could be some childhood memory, could be some loss could be something that just, and you know what? It could be something as simple as, I happen to know for a fact this guy loves to go diving. He loves exploring the beauty of nature. Maybe it was just the sadness of coming up and seeing this pollution in the ocean, this place that he loved that contained so much beauty and being so sad over what humanity is doing to this planet. Maybe it's just that. I don't know. We'll find out. I haven't heard back from him yet, but I'm sure he'll call me soon. But, you know, oftentimes, and, and, and Janice, the engineer, and I were talking during the break about how, you know, sometimes our own attitudes, our own belief system kind of blocks us from healing. And it really does in a real, real way. My wife and I just, uh, the other week, we had taken some time off and went down to Florida. Yes, got a break from the cold. But primarily our visit was to see a a couple who are very near and dear friends to us. They're ones who helped to bring over my wife from China so many years ago. They were her English teachers in in China. And the woman we had heard recently had, uh, well, we'd known for a while that she had um, Parkinson's disease. But uh, a few months ago she had fallen twice. And this had aggravated the, the disease tremendously and we had heard she was much worse off than before, and she'd come home from all these rehab centers and stuff last month, and we thought, you know what, who knows how long this woman has. She's in her late 80s. Let's go down and see her. 
And so while we were down there, we were down there for about four or five days, four nights, five days. We stayed with them. We, we, we cooked for them. We, we helped them. We took care of them. And, and the first night I got there, I, I gave her a, a healing session. And the next day, it was amazing how she wasn't shaking as much. I mean, she was barely shaking at all. She was able to sit still and listen to people without fidgeting in her seat, which she had been constantly doing just the day before. And then I heard a couple of days later from her husband. She didn't tell me this, but her husband told me that she said that I did more good for her than all the doctors and all the nurses and all the therapists she had seen. A couple of days later, you know, the next night we were up kind of late talking and stuff. It wasn't really convenient for doing a, another session. But the day after that, I did, gave her another session. And during that session, she had started to cry during the middle of the session. And she says, I don't know why I'm crying. But tears started to flow down her eyes. And it was okay. You know, I said, it's normal. You know, emotions come up. We need to release these emotions. The next day, my wife encouraged her to get another session from me. And she's like, no, it's okay. I don't feel like it today. We said, okay, we let it be. And then the last day before I was leaving, we had plenty of time. Our flight wasn't until the evening time. My wife again was like, you know, really, why don't you have Sam work on you? And she was really kind of insistent. And those people know my wife know how forceful she can be sometimes. (laughs) And the woman refused. She's like, no, and I can't tell you why. I just don't want another session. Now, it's really kind of amazing how she admitted, she admitted to her husband that she felt better after a session with me than she had ever felt before from all these doctors and stuff. But because she wasn't really open to what was necessary, she refused further treatments. And who knows? I mean, what would have happened if she had said, oh, yes, I want another one today, tomorrow, before you leave, as many as possible. Right? I mean, you would think if someone has such a severe disease and now a person is offering to do a session for them and they feel better, where all this medication and all the stuff doctors doesn't help them to feel better, that they would be like, yeah, I want to get as much of this as they can. But you see, when we, because there are underlying issues. I mean, obviously, from that second session, it brought up some deep emotional stuff that she was unwilling to face and deal with. So she cut herself off from the possibility and did not want any further sessions. And it totally doesn't make any sense at all, but it makes perfect sense. And when we come back from break, I'm going to talk about, and I really haven't said, what I really consider to be healing. What is truly, truly is healing. As I said, we don't cure people of anything because we're all going to die eventually. But let's talk about next segment, what really is true healing. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Have you ever decided to reinvent yourself? Are you navigating a new life's journey? Are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction? This is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern right here at TalkingAlternative.com. What are the latest travel trends? How can travel be a part of your overall health and wellness plan? This is William Paris, lifestyle travel consultant and your host on Travel and Wellness Today. Join me on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time for travel chat, travel tips, and travel news updates. 
That's on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Lend your ears, lend your hands, lend your movement, anything you can. Come to teach, come to be taught, come in the likeness and the image of God. Cause you can be like that, with all that humbleness and all that respect. All the power invested in me. Nako Bear, Medicine for the People, a wonderful little new independent group that uh, I was recently exposed to. They do wonderful, wonderful music. So we're talking about the true nature of healing, but I really haven't told you what I believe is really the true nature of healing. Because as I said before, we don't cure people of anything because we're all going to die eventually. You know, Giorgio pointed out, you know, he could he could treat somebody for cancer. And he did. He treated um, people with the worst, most difficult things. He said, I can treat you for cancer and the cancer can go away. And then you can walk out and get hit by a bus and get killed the next day. Because if it's your time to go, it's your time to go. You don't really know what someone's karmic path is. So... If we're not curing people, what are we doing as healers? Well, I kind of look at it this way. According to the Gnostic tradition, the way Jesus healed people is he saw the perfection of their soul. He saw them as already being perfect, as already being healed. So there was nothing to heal. So when he touched them, all he did was remind them or wake them up that they're beautiful, perfect spiritual beings in a physical body. And as such, their symptoms went away. What I do as a healer really is to reconnect people back to who and what we truly are. Because even though we have chosen physical bodies to incarnate into in this lifetime, to experience things, to learn, that's not our essence. That's not, as uh, Monty Taylor said in the last show, Living Consciously, that's not the be-all and end-all of this eternal life stream. And, you know, the funny thing is... and. and I've heard my my dear friend Aurea say it so many times. You know, we're so afraid of death because we think it's the end. Yet if you listen to the people who have actually experienced death and have been brought back, those people who have had near-death experiences, it's like a beautiful thing. It's like, hey, there are all these loved ones. There's light. There's peace. There's joy. Why are we so, I mean, you know, these are the people you should listen to, right? I mean, if you, you want to know about death, talk to the people who've experienced it and have been brought back and see what their experience was. Now, again, not everybody has had this experience. Some people don't remember anything. But those people who do remember, it's always been an overwhelming positive experience. And it's been something more. So we're not just these physical bodies. We're physical bodies that have an eternal spirit, soul, whatever you want to call it, energy. And when we're truly in alignment 
with that energy, with that spirit, with that core, we don't really experience disease. Or if we do, these symptoms come up and it's like, hmm, oh, there's some lesson here to me to learn. What's this lesson? Oh, I keep stubbing my toe. Why do I keep stubbing my toe? Oh, because I keep not looking closely at things going on in my life. Maybe I need to look a little more closely. Now I won't be stubbing my toe. Oh, I have this pain in the neck. Why do I have a pain in the neck? Oh, because my wife, my husband, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my aunt, my uncle, my mother, my father, they're a pain in my neck. Well, maybe if we stop seeing them as a pain in the neck and start seeing them as an amazing teacher in our lives, that pain in the neck will go away. In my personal opinion, and what I teach and what I see Our biggest issue, bar none, our biggest issue is our judging things as good or bad. Right? Goes back to picking that apple from the tree of knowledge. That if we just stop judging things as good or bad, and I'm not saying we don't have preferences, but if we just stop judging and saying, this is good, this is bad, this is awful, this is horrible, this is great, and just say, It is what it is. This is life. This is just what's happening in the moment. And stop making it so right or wrong or good or bad. That then we take the emotional charge away from it all. Now look, I'm not saying like if someone rips you off for a whole bunch of money that you're not going to be upset. Yeah, you're going to be upset. Be upset. Be present to that feeling and let it go and say, okay, what was the lesson in this for me? How does this make me stronger? How does this make me a better person? What do I need to learn from this to grow from it? And not say it was a bad thing. Again, you know, most self-made successful people have failed lots of times, have gone bankrupt lots of times. I met this guy. He was, you know... uh, he was worth, you know, somewhere between 10 and $30 million. He had gone bankrupt twice beforehand. And he said, thank God I did. He said, because if I hadn't, I never would have looked at what I was doing in my life and turned things around. And that when he really learned the lesson, first of all, he gave him a heart attack. So he had to look at his heart and then put him in the right place. And then all of a sudden he stopped going bankrupt. I mean, yeah, it was hard work. And I mean, he was no spring chicken either. I think, I think his, his second time he went bankrupt, he was in his mid-50s. But he learned from that. And he grew from it and was able to create something much more sustainable. And then he started to teach others about it. And then he realized his real mission in life was not about accumulating all this wealth, although he had it. It was really to help other people learn where their blocks are to abundance so that they can accumulate wealth. True healing is about aligning with our true inner selves. And our spirits, our true inner selves, doesn't see things as good or bad doesn't see things as imperfect. Our true inner self knows everything is perfect. And the more we can align to that frequency, to that vibration, that really is our soul, our spirit, our energy, somehow the less things are an issue. I had a friend one time say to me, you know, with all this crazy weather going on and bombs going off here and there, you know, everyone was like, you know, where do I go? Where do I go to be safe? And he said, there are no safe places in the world because no matter where you go, something can happen. But there are safe people. And if you cultivate within you an energy, a frequency of safety then you'll be safe no matter where you go. I know people who live out on Long Island who are deathly afraid of coming into New York City because they don't think it's safe. I know people who think I'm nuts who, because I go to visit my sister in Israel whenever I go and I don't care what's going on there. 
and I've always been safe. Because I cultivate that energy or that frequency of safety within myself. Because I just know, ever since I was a kid, you know, I've been through some pretty crazy experiences in my life, but somehow, and I don't know why, but I've always felt protected. I've always felt like, you know, there's somebody out there watching over me, guiding my footsteps, making sure I don't get into too much trouble. Not that I don't get into trouble. I get into trouble all the time. But not life-threatening, not tremendous, not hair-raising trouble. So, what is true healing? In my mind, true healing is seeing the perfection that we already are. It's reconnecting us back, back to that inner essence, which is whole and perfect beyond time. So I hope you enjoyed this show. Please stay tuned. Coming up next, Kevin Barbaro with his show, Coffee Talk 3.0, now a nationally syndicated show on AM and FM stations. I will be back next week with more interesting topics and maybe even a guest. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you next week. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. In every life we have some trouble. But when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. Have you ever decided to reinvent yourself? Are you navigating a new life's journey? Are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction? This is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, right here at TalkingAlternative.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at Monty at MontyTaylor.com. That's Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at MontyTaylor.com. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com.
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 